Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adopt ancestral ways of living in our modern day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list is truly endless. So from blue light glasses to red light therapy to EMF management and circadian friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. What's really cool is that Bond Charge ships worldwide and in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket with no hidden costs. They have really easy returns and exchanges. They even have a 30-day trial and they have a 12-month warranty. Go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off your first order. That's bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori D. Simone. I'm your host, Tori D. Simone. And today's a day I knew was going to happen when I started doing video podcasting. And it only took four episodes, but here we are. Uh, this is what I like to call a... Actually, it doesn't have a name. But today we're going to call it a Get Shit Done Day. And when I do a Get Shit Done Day, I don't look my best. I didn't even... Do, I haven't done skincare this morning. I didn't even have a cappuccino. Like I've just been go, go, go. Because when you guys are listening to this on Monday, I will actually be in... Idaho. So random. I know. Sorry for the people that live in Idaho. I just called your state random. Um, I feel like for me, it's very random to go to Idaho, but it's not. My whole like mom side of my family now lives out there. It is so funny because we're all from Pennsylvania, but my whole mom side has moved out there, including my sister, which is my mom's daughter and my dad's daughter. Um, so yeah, my sister lives out there. My grandma lives out there. My aunt, uncle, and two cousins live out there. And I haven't been on a vacation since COVID. Like I remember I had, I was in Jamaica like the week I started hearing things about COVID. And when I flew home, there was one woman wearing a mask on the plane. And I was like, hmm, is this like about to be a thing? Uh, little did I know. But anyway, so literally... I think I landed back in the States like March 10th of 2020. So that was the last time I took a vacation two years ago. And it's so funny that Idaho is my first vacation since the pandemic. How funny is that? Um, 
So yeah, I will be in Idaho by the time you guys listen to this episode. So the day I'm recording this is a Tuesday and I never record on Tuesdays, but I'm leaving tomorrow, which is Wednesday, which is last week when you guys are listening to this because in podcast world, we time travel like it's nothing. So anyway, long story short is I'm leaving tomorrow. So I have so many things to get done today. And I was going to do my video podcast tomorrow morning before the flight because I was going to like self tan, look a little bit better. But I was like, you know what? No, like it fits in my day to do it now. And I'll be less stressed out if I do it now. So I'm doing it now. And you guys see like the full effect of me. No skincare. My hair is a mess. Uh, I haven't even showered yet today. Um, I need to go for my run in a little bit and I need to go get a pedicure because that is a whole situation, my whole my whole pedicure situation. But you know what? It goes along with today's topic a little bit. Um, today we're going to be talking about, I didn't know how properly to word this, so hopefully my title gets it together a little bit more than the thoughts in my, in my mind. But essentially things to tell yourself on days that you're having a bad body image day. For the days that you're struggling with body image, I want you to listen to this episode. It is something that is so normal and so common and it happens to everyone. And sure, you can say that this is a shallow episode and that I have more depth to me than just talking about the days that we don't feel the best about ourselves because maybe we woke up bloated or um, you're not as like tan as you want to be or your hair is having a bad hair day. Like there are days where you just don't feel your best. And sometimes those days are out of your control, but it's also kind of ignorant to, you know, say that we're all above that and that we don't experience that when really it's just a normal human thing. So if this is too shallow, you can listen to any of my other episodes, but I feel that this is an important topic. And like I say, in a lot of my episodes, I'm happy to start the conversation to um, topics like this. So before we get into that, I want to talk about three things. My nails, love is blind finale and uh, euphoria finale. Okay. Let's talk about my nails first. So um, I'm posting a vlog. It might be up by the time this episode's up, but in this vlog, I explained that like I went to go get my nails done they did a horrible job. It was just not it. It was $55. And they just made me feel like really bad about myself when I was getting my nails done. Um, so after that experience, I was pretty much just like, and it sucks because that's the nail salon that I always go to. I've sent like a million people there and everyone that goes is like, oh my God, they're so rude there. I'm like, yeah, they are, but you kind of, you know, they, they do a good nail. So whatever. Well, I went on a day where I was like, I just want to go feel good about myself. So I'm going to go get my nails done. And long story short, the woman that was doing my nails just had the biggest attitude in the world. And I don't think it was towards me. I think she was just mad at the world that day, which I get, but she was taking it out on me. And like, here I am getting my nails done. And she's just like mad at everything I say. Like I wanted a thin French tip, like almond shape nail, not reinventing the wheel here. And she just kept giving me these thick white tips. And I would say like, oh, can I have them thinner? And normally I never stick up for myself, but like I want to at the nail salon because you're paying money for your nails. Like you should stick up for yourself. So I was like, oh, I want them thinner. And she's, oh, and then like literally verbally was, like, oh, and then like redid them. And as she's doing it, she's like, 
like kind of like hitting my nails and she's just like very rough. Like I could tell she's really annoyed. And then she did the exact same thing again. And I was like, oh, can you just make them like a little thinner? Again, same thing. Oh, and then she goes, well, I'm just gonna have someone else do your nails. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Blah, 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 whatever. And then they made me wait like 30 minutes. And I was just like, this is so annoying. I'm literally leaving in a bad mood. I had to pay $55 for these nails that I don't even like. And like, what, what the hell? So I decided that I was going to do my own nails and I did this a little bit over the summer, but I couldn't really get it down, but I've been seeing a lot of soft gel tips like all over Instagram, YouTube, stuff like that. And I was like, that looks perfect. That looks like something I would like to do. And no salons around me do them. Um, my friend that's in LA, I asked her, I was like, oh, do you guys do like soft gel tips out there? She said, yes, everyone does them out there, but they just haven't made their way to at least my area. They might be in New York, but I'm not going to New York to get my nails done. So I was like, okay, I will do them myself. So I ordered soft gel tips. I ordered like the whole nine. It wasn't that expensive. It was like, honestly, probably about $55, which is the cost of a manicure and, um, whatever. So the past two times that I did my own nails, I had a gel builder underneath of them. So I just like worked off that. But today I woke up and I was like, okay, I need to, you know, do my nails for Idaho. <laughs> Idaho, please appreciate my nails. Um, so I do my nails for Idaho. And I decided like today's the day I'm going to do soft gel tips and I loved it. Um, I think they look really good. I'm showing the video podcast. You can't really see that much, but I think they look really, really good. I put on my favorite. I did um, soft gel tips and then regular nail polish just with a gel top coat. And I'm so impressed by myself, to be honest. Um, I'm really, really impressed. So I just used OPI's Act Your Beige, which is my favorite nail polish. And I think it's discontinued. I can't even find it in a gel. So, and I don't think OPI, anyone can get like OPI gel. Like I feel like you have to have a license. So I won't be getting OPI gel anytime in the meantime. So I'm just doing like regular gel polish with um, a top coat, like a gel top coat. And I did the soft gel nail. It was honestly so easy. I've been watching a lot of nail career education videos on YouTube. Susie, oh my God, that is like, that's my girl right there. I would die for Susie. Um, when I have to buy refreshers of nails and stuff, I'm just going to buy Susie's products instead of stuff off Amazon. Nothing against Amazon, but I'd rather support Susie. Um, so I really love, I just love her videos. She is so soothing. Um, I'm obsessed with her. Is she from Canada? Why do I think she's from Canada? It has to mean something, right? I don't know. So anyway, I did my nails and I'm really proud of them. They look super natural, super gorge. There's an air bubble on the middle finger of my left hand and it's really bothering me, but whatever. I guess I'll get over it in two weeks when I redo my nails, but I'll let you guys know how they like come off and if they like lift or anything, but I didn't have to use an e-file or anything and my nails have never looked better at home. And I'm really excited to just get better at them and do really cool, cool designs and stuff. So I'm really proud of myself. I did my own nails and I think they look so cute. I think they look so cute and so good. And I was watching Inventing Anna as I did it. I don't know if I talked about Inventing Anna on my last episode. I said that I wasn't really into it. I'm kind of getting more into it. I'll probably finish the series. It's just like a good, easy watch. You don't really have to like pay attention to it to know what's going on. Um, I don't really have opinions on it. It's like fine. It's whatever. 
Um, but you know what I do have opinions on? Love is Blind. Let's talk about that. I'm talking about the finale, the wedding episode, okay? I haven't seen the reunion, obviously, because that comes out in three days. But when you guys are listening to this, it came out on Friday. I'll talk about it next week. Uh, but the reunion, I'm very excited to see. I'm really curious if Shane is going to be there because I want to talk. I want to see how Shana and Shane are now that Natalie and Shane did not get married. So let's just start there. Natalie and Shane, good call. To be honest, though, um, the produce, the editors, the producers really had us going for it. Like literally last week, I was saying that they were going to get married, and now I'm like, oh, good for them. I truly think. If Natalie and Shane did not have the fight the night before that Natalie would have said yes. I think she was just so about him, which I didn't get, but supported, love her. And yeah, I think she would have said yes. So like, thank God for this fight. And I think Shane would have said yes. And now they just would have been like, whatever. Um, So not surprised, but also surprised, but good for Natalie very good for Natalie. I'm really curious to see what happens with Shane and Shayna. And I'm also curious to see if Shayna will now set Natalie up with her millionaire friend. That's cool. Um, Nick and Danielle. Danielle posted on Instagram this um, post about mental health and how not to judge her. Totally get. And I think that's just what everyone is saying, though, about Danielle. Like, she just needs help like I posted it on my Instagram like what do you guys think of this series and everyone was like she needs Jesus and I thought it was so funny um but I I, it was hard to watch and um I'm very surprised that Nick said yes like incredibly surprised um had he gone first I don't know if he would have said yes but I don't know I don't know. I really thought he wouldn't have said yes. So I'm really, really surprised that they're married. I wonder if they are still married. I guess we'll find out on the reunion. But I really wonder how that's going for them. Um, Ayana and Jared, I I love. I just, I love them. Um, I thought their wedding was so adorable. I thought it was so cute that Jared's dad was officiating it. That was just the best. They were super wholesome. They were like very yes the whole time. I had hesitations last week. Um, on the podcast being like, I don't know about their whole lifestyles lining up, but it doesn't seem to be an issue for them. Not an issue for me. I love them together. Um, Deeps and Shake. Shake is such an ass. Like he really is. Like even when Deeps chose herself, walked away, which hell yes, she is queen. She is icon. She is everything. I want a spinoff show of just Deeps and Natalie, to be honest. And I want them to like explore the dating world together um, because they are amazing. So I want a spinoff show where they like meet all these men and whatever. But I'm so glad that Deeps literally was like, no, like I want someone that doesn't have to literally question whether they're attracted to me or not and question how great I am. Like they should just know how great I am. And so true. I love her. But Shake is such an ass. Like honestly, the whole time, he was like, oh, like, let's still party. I had no boo reservations, da, da, da. I would have said no. That would have been embarrassing for her. She saved herself the embarrassment. I'm like, dude, I get that, like, it's hard to take being rejected, especially in front of all your friends and family and on a Netflix show. I get it. That must be a horrible position to be in. But he sounded worse by saying all that stuff. You know who handled it best? Sal and Mallory which that was so confusing because here they are 
being like, oh, I love you so much at the altar. I love you so much. I love you so much. I love you so much. But no, we can't get married. And then Mallory's like, well, can we date? And Sal's like, no, but why don't we go on a date? Like, what is going on there? Everyone on my Instagram was like, Sal's low-key shady. I don't know if he's shady. I totally see what you guys think that. Um, but I don't know. Like, maybe he was an opportunist. Like, he was singing a lot. Do you think he's trying to get a singing career? Like, what do we think? What do we think? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I was surprised that Mallory and Sal did not end up together. <sighs> am I? Yeah, I think I am. I think I am. But anyway, that's Love is Blind. I'm very excited to see the reunion. Um, am I missing anyone? I don't think so. Um, yeah, that's Love is Blind. Those are my thoughts. That's how that's going. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that whenever I'm looking for someone specifically for whatever role it is that I'm looking for, like let's say a podcast producer or a video editor, I can put on Indeed exactly what I'm looking for and exactly the qualifications that I'm looking for, like experience, how many years of experience, things like that. And they will send me so many people that meet exactly what I'm looking for. Then the hardest part actually becomes narrowing down who it is that I want to interview and who it is I want to hire ultimately. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so that the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to Indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adopt ancestral ways of living in our modern day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list is truly endless. So from blue light glasses to red light therapy to EMF management and circadian friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. By far, my favorite product from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I love sauning, but the problem with the sauna is one, it's at the gym. Two, I normally like to sauna at night and I don't like to go to the gym at night. And three, I don't want to drive all the way to the gym just to sauna to walk out. I don't know why. I feel like the front desk people are like, this girl was here for 20 minutes and then she left. Yeah, I was. And I'm self-conscious about it. Okay. Sue me. Here's where Bond Charge came in and solved this issue. 
the solution that I was thinking was, okay, maybe I can buy my own sauna, but they are so expensive and they're also really big. You can't really bring them anywhere. I'm at the beach half the time. Like it just wouldn't really make sense. So instead I got the bond charge infrared sauna blanket. Oh my God. It solved every single problem that I had. And it is the best thing I've ever done. So essentially what you do is you plug it in, you wait for it to heat up, which does not take long at all. Then you get in it your head stays out of the blanket and you can stay in this thing for literally ever. And you get all of the same effects of Asana. So you sweat, um, you get to like sweat out all of the gunk that's in your body from the day. I find myself really get way less stressed when I'm in the sauna blanket. I like to watch TV in the sauna blanket. Like I get all cozy, cozy. I put on the toast or Vanderpump rules or something like that. And it's just really, really nice. It helps me sleep better at night. It's just seriously the best thing ever. It's also really easy to clean. So every time I get in it, I know I have a fresh, clean sauna waiting for me. It's just the best thing ever. What's really cool is that Bond Charge ships worldwide and in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket with no hidden costs. They have really easy returns and exchanges. They even have a 30-day trial and they have a 12-month warranty. Go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off your first order. That's bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. All right, let's talk about euphoria. Oh my God, let's talk about euphoria. Uh, I'm a little mad at you, euphoria. First of all, I was, okay, there's gonna be spoilers. So skip ahead if you're not caught up and finished season two. I was scream crying at my TV when Ashtray died. I'm not kidding. I was, it was for a lot of reasons. Like there were, there's a lot of reasons. I was like very emotional about that. But one, because I was afraid that Fez was going to get killed. And then the fact that Ash was shooting Fez was way too much for my brain to handle. Fez, why didn't Fez say, Ash, you shot me. Stop shooting. Like he would have stopped, but the entire time Fez is just like, Ash, Ash, Ash. Okay. Say that you're shot Fez. Like, first of all, I'm also in love with Fez. So Anything that happens to him, like I, I wouldn't have been able to handle it, but him getting shot was enough for me. And then when Ash died, I was scream crying at the TV and I don't know. I've never, like I literally scream crying to the point where I have not cried that much about a character dying since Derek died on Grey's Anatomy. I was in complete shambles and I was crying for 10 minutes at the TV. Um, it is, it was a horrible way to end uh because i did not want ash to die and it also makes no sense with his character ash was literally presented in season one and season two as this super savvy kid that was brought up in a world of drug dealing and it's all he knew so clearly he knows to be savvy yes i guess when you're in that world it's like you don't trust the cops i get that that's the world that they grew up in however he knows better than to like shoot the cops than to fight the cops than to like literally man down and you know like he knows better than that so why did he do that um katie brennan sent me a tweet today let me pull it up and it said someone just pointed out that since fez always had lexi on speaker ash heard him talk about his future so he took the final sacrifice for him so fez could live out his dreams if that is true that absolutely rips me to sheds and makes me incredibly uh, do I say unstable? Yes, I would say unstable in this circumstance. So that I really hope wasn't the case, honestly, but if it is, that's brilliant writing. 
But Ashtray was just so much smarter than that moment of his character. And it ultimately led to the demise of his character. And also, I was loving Ashtray growing up. Like, I just, I loved, I mean, obviously the kid aged like five years between season one and two. But I really liked seeing him grow. I liked seeing his character develop. Clearly, the kid was impulsive because he killed Moose. He killed uh, Custer or whatever. Like, I I get he was an impulsive kid and he didn't think things through, but he's much more savvy than that moment. And he's so much smarter than that moment. It just made no sense to his character. Nate needs to never have a gun in his hands ever again. Why is it that Nate always has a loaded pistol in his hand? Leave it out. It is just making the show way more dramatic than it needs to be. I'm watching the show like this. If you're not watching the video, it's literally me just like putting my hands over my eyes the whole time watching the show. Like It's way too dramatic for me with this stupid gun. Get the gun out of here. The gun needed to be nowhere near Maddie, nowhere near Cal. What the hell? Okay. What the hell? Also back with Nate and Cal, who is the third brother? Okay. That was all in season one. They always love showing this family photo. Three boys. Where is he? Why was that never addressed in season two? That could have been a whole plot line in and of itself that just is a complete plot hole. Who is the third brother? Why was it addressed at all in season two? And when is it going to come into season three? That makes absolutely no sense for me. Um, okay. I know everyone like likes to talk shit about the three minute song. I liked the song. Unpopular opinion, it seems like, but I really enjoyed it. I was watching the episode with some friends and one of my friends was like, is this ever going to end? And I was like, I kind of like it. So I liked it, but whatever. I'm also disappointed in the lack of Jules character development. She was barely shown. She was barely developed. She honestly was like annoying to Rue. Like Rue just seemed like so annoyed with her. And then the kiss at the end seemed like almost like they're parting. Like I, it wouldn't feel weird to me if Jules like moved back to the city and wasn't in season three, because that's kind of like how it ended. I don't know. It was weird. Maddie and Cassie. Okay. Maddie is a bad bitch. Why is it one slap with Cassie for sleeping with her boyfriend and she's done? Hello. And, and why the character development of this mom that nanny, that, um, Maddie babysits the kid, you know, whatever the mom why that whole like weird sexual tension of the mom if it goes nowhere? And like for the, the the only thing that mom offered was that Maddie likes to play dress up in her closet and that they get drunk in a hot tub together and talk about how she slept with her best friend's boyfriend in college and now they're not friends anymore. Like what was the point of that? And why have it be this weird sexual tension between the two of them if it's not going to go anywhere? You know what I mean? Like that was weird to me and like it just went nowhere. Also, we all know what's going on behind the scenes with like Barbie and Sam, but I'm really disappointed in the lack of cat in this episode and in the series. And I know I'm not alone in that. Um, I wish there was more of Kat's character. I really liked her character story in um, season one. I thought it was really interesting. I would have loved to see that continue into season two. But I don't know. I mean, I heard rumblings that like she wasn't going to return for season three. But like, what's her exit strategy going to be? I guess we'll find out in the third season. Overall, season two is fine. Season one was way better, in my opinion. Season two was just a lot of nothingness. Like, I think back to what happened in like season one. We got the carnival. We got the party. We got the dance. Wait, was the party season two? Yeah, that was season two, wasn't it? 
Okay, take that back. But we still got a lot more in season one. We got a lot of character development. We got a lot of heavy subjects. We we had a lot of everything. Season two, we had like the party where Fez and Nate beat each other up or where Fez beat Nate up. And then we had like Rue's moment where she was like really doing drugs and then tried to get sober. And then we had the play. It was like those three segments with like little things mixed in like Cassie and Nate and then Kat and Ethan and like that's it and like that could have been three episodes but no they made it eight episodes this season should have been 10 episodes and it should have had better episodes um I'll definitely watch season three whenever that's coming out but I wish I had more with season two and those are my thoughts on the euphoria finale okay let's let's move on to today's topic which is Uh, Things to tell yourself when you're having a bad body image day. So this was sparked because this past week I've gotten back into running and it's been amazing and I felt better than ever. But what was so funny was even though I felt better than ever, I felt healthier, I felt strong, I felt on top of the world, my stomach was incredibly bloated all last week. And I know stomach bloating doesn't matter. However, when you feel your best, but you don't look your best, it's kind of like a mind game. And it's like this mind fuckery where it's like, why is this happening? And I used to struggle really, really bad with bloating and it would really take over my life and it changed my whole self-perception. And I thought that like if my stomach wasn't flat, I was, uh, you know, overweight and that I had to lose weight. And I'm really glad that I've grown out of that uh, self-perception since dealing with that. And my bloating really has sort of gone down. I can make a whole episode about that. But essentially what it came down to was just listening to my body and not restricting any foods. Once I started eating whatever I want, whenever I want, everything just like my gut worked itself out. Everything worked itself out. And I developed a really healthy relationship with food. So it was like a win, win, win in all avenues of that. I can do a whole other episode about it. But recently when I started getting back into running, my stomach was bloated. And I I didn't think much of it. And I was like, oh, my stomach's bloated, whatever. Don't know why that's happening. And I just went on with my day. And, you know, that the next day happened again. Same thing. Kind of weird, but I'll just keep going on with it. Well, then the third day rolls around and I'm like, you know what? Still kind of here, just sort of rolling with it. Doesn't really bother me. Doesn't really affect me. And on that third day is when I realized how far I've come. Because two years ago, that would have ruined my day, ruined my mood. And I would have been really upset, really anxious, really on a spiral and kind of sending myself down this path of like self-destruction. And I was really proud of myself that I didn't have to have this like reinvention period of like, oh, I need to, I need to watch what I eat. I need to drink more water. I need to do X, Y, and Z. I just, I just sort of accepted it. And I didn't think any less of myself and I didn't worry about it. And here I am like, you know, a couple days later and everything's back to normal. It's just, you know, your body just has phases and it has ebbs and flows just like anything else in life. And while I was having this epiphany of like, wow, I'm, you know, I don't look my best, but I feel really great, but I'm not letting how I look affect me mentally. 
I'm really proud of myself and I want to share some things that I was telling myself in those couple of days where how I looked in line with how I felt. Um, I wanted to share with you guys some things that I said to myself. And I, as I started writing, I just kept going and going and going. And then today I asked you guys on Instagram, what do you tell yourself or do for yourself on days that you're having a bad body image day? And I got so many responses and I'm really excited to share this. And I just want to normalize this conversation. This happens to everyone and it doesn't need to be something taboo. It doesn't need something to be, it doesn't need to be something that you need to be ashamed about. We all have our days. We all have great days. We have bad days. We have worse days. And that's part of being human. Um, two weekends ago, I was down at the beach for a like fun weekend down at the beach, whatever. I was with my friend Katie and I was wearing like these kind of low rise jeans. You could make them high rise, but they were a little big on me. So they kept falling. So they were like kind of low rise. And I was like, oh, I'm like a little more bloated than I would have liked to have been to wear these jeans, but whatever. I still look great. I'm going to rock it. I'm going to have fun. And Katie said the same thing. She's like, yeah, I'm a little more bloated today than I wish I was for like my outfit. And then we kind of just looked at each other and we were like, who cares? Like literally who cares? What's someone going to say? Like, oh, she's bloated. I don't want to go talk to her. Like what? If someone says that, they have serious issues that they need to work out. It's like shake. You know what I mean? I'm just kidding. Um, No, but they have serious issues that they need to work out if that's like seriously what they think. Um, So I, yeah, we sort of just had this moment where like, who cares? And then the next week I was just going into like, you know, having a couple days where I didn't look as great as I felt. And I just wanted to share these thoughts that were, that were uh, running through my mind. So here I go. Number one, um, these are things to tell yourself when you're having a bad body image day. Number one, I am still healthy. I think there's so much emphasis on how we look, um, but it's really about how we feel internally. And if you feel great, that's all that matters. So I am still healthy. Number two, my body is still capable of hard things. Regardless of how our body may look, um, your body is capable of hard things. And having a bloated belly does not change that. Maybe you're having an off day with your skin. That does not change that. Your body is still capable of hard things. And may I add here, amazing things. Number three, the way my body looks does not make me less of a person. The way my body looks does not make me less of a person. This could also go the opposite way. The way my body looks does not make me more of a person. I'm not going to be funnier. I'm not going to have more friends. I'm not going to be smilier because my body is having a good day. And I'm also not going to have less friends. I'm not going to be less funny. I'm not going to have less fun because my body doesn't look the way I want it to that day. It doesn't work like that. My body does not define who I am. The way my body looks does not make me less of or more than a person. Number four, the look of my body does not change who I am on the inside. Whether I have an eight pack of abs or a bloated stomach that could touch the door, I am still the same badass individual that cares for other people, cares for myself, is productive, is a hard worker, add in whatever adjectives suit you here. 
But the way that your body looks does not change who you are on the inside. To kind of go along with this, an affirmation to say that I have written down for number five is I am still the same lovable, athletic, healthiest version of me, regardless of what my body looks like today. Number six, this is a common quote that you guys hear a lot, but it applies. And it's this too shall pass. Your body's never going to stay perfect and your body's never going to stay a way that maybe you don't love it. It's temporary. Don't go spiraling down any rabbit holes on YouTube or diet threads on Reddit. It will not last forever. And this is temporary. This too shall pass. Number seven, I am still loved regardless of how my body looks. If someone in your life does not love you on days that maybe you're feeling less than or on days that you don't look your best, you need to find better people to surround yourself with. People that truly love you will not care at all what you look like. So number seven, I'm still loved regardless of how my body looks. Number eight, my body image does not define me. This kind of goes back to number three, but it's true. You are not going to be more popular, funnier, more productive, more successful, or whatever because of how your body looks. Um, Becca, I think her name is Becca Tilly. She was on The Bachelor a while ago, posted something on her Instagram that I've never forgotten it. And it said that she realized one day that she has never looked back on a relationship with someone, whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship and thought, wow, I love that person so much because of how skinny they are. Your body does not define you ever. And on the days that you're having a bad body image day, you will always be the only person to ever notice that. So don't let it influence any other outside factors and don't let it make you think any less of yourself. Your body image does not define you. Number nine, my body is a temple and we all need our off days to appreciate the good ones. Treating our body with love is so important, but also we hear all the time, we need sadness to feel immense happiness. We need rainy days to appreciate the sunny days more. Same goes for our body. Sometimes we need bad body days to appreciate the days where we're aligned with how we feel and how we look, to appreciate our strong, healthy bodies, to appreciate all that our bodies do for us, that they take us through day-to-day activities, they take us to spin classes, they take us to runs, they take us to Pilates classes, they allow us to have fun with our kids, go grocery shopping, live a life that we love. We need to have the bad days to appreciate the good ones. Number, I think this is 10. My body is talking to me and it's time for me to listen. If my body is bloated, if my skin is acting out, if whatever it might be, it's because my body is communicating with me and it's time for me to listen. Do I need more water? Do I need more sunshine? Do I need more sleep? It's up to me to listen to when my body speaks to me, which is all the time. And number 12 or 11 that I have written down is I am no less of a person on a bad body image day. Very similar to the other points that I had, but I feel like these really hit at home that you are not less of or more than a person on days that you struggle with your body image. 
Now, those were the 10 or 11 or 12. Honestly, I didn't number them. I just had them in dashes. Um, but those are the points that I wrote down for myself that I was telling myself on, you know, the couple of days last week that I was like, yeah, I'm bloated. It doesn't really bother me, but I'm really proud of myself that it doesn't bother me. And these are things that I would tell someone on days where they are struggling. I asked you guys on Instagram what you do and you guys came back with really, really awesome ones. So I'm going to read them. All right. Doing my hair and makeup helps. Allows me to take back some control over my image. I love that. Definitely being in control is something that helps because when you wake up and you don't look the certain way that you want to, feel the certain way that you want to, whatever it is, um, there's nothing you can really do to like change it in that moment. And that's typically where we spiral and go on the Reddit threads and the YouTube, what I eat in a day and figure out like what should I be doing? It's really easy to spiral like that. But when you take back some of that control and do your hair the way that you know you like it or your makeup the way that you know you like it or you put on an outfit that you know will suit your body that day, it really helps to take back that control and just feel a little bit better in your own, in your own skin again. This too shall pass and in a few months this won't matter at all. I love that. So true. We're on the same page there with that one. Put on a Taylor Swift song and dance it out. It's just a bad bloat day, not a permanent problem. So true. I love that. Dancing and putting on happy music seriously makes all of your problems disappear, I swear. It's also a really good idea to get out of your head. Typically, when we're having a bad body image day, it's because we're very much so in our head. When we focus on things that are outside of our immediate bodies and outside of our minds, we're able to we're able to disconnect what's going on internally and we can focus on the outside world and the real world, as I like to say, because the real world is lived outside of our minds and outside of our brains. Um, cherish all the things that my body can do, like exercise and not tear it apart because everything the body can do is truly a gift. I love that. Let's see. Um, let me find some others. This one I like a lot. I do an easy workout like yoga that reminds me to be grateful for what my body can do. And in addition, she said, I will also just wear sweats and lean into it. Not every day has to be a great body image day. So true. Not every day can be great. And it happens. It's part of being human. I love that. Even the prettiest quotes, people have parts of themselves that they hate. Self-love isn't looks. So true. Wear an outfit I know will make me feel good. My favorite are leggings, shirt, etc. It's a beautiful day to be alive. I am beautiful, happy, and a bright light to others, and I have purpose. So amazing. Affirmations to yourself on days that you don't look your best, or let's say you perceive yourself to not look the best, are so important. That the feelings are temporary and to remind myself that I won't feel like this forever. If I'm able to, it depends on work. I wear my comfiest lounge clothes. Definitely obvious one, but a really good one. I love this one. Ready? I deserve to be kind to my body. So true. Anything that I know will make me feel good and is an instant mood booster. I tell myself that my current body is someone's body goal. Interesting. Good perspective. I put on a bad bitch playlist, work out, and talk to a friend. Awesome work. I tell myself I'm thankful for having my body, my legs, for walking, hands, for grabbing, etc. I love that. 
I always self tan makes me feel a thousand times better. I totally agree with that. Self tan really does bring you from like feeling blue to just immediately feeling better regardless of like anything else. I think I'm going to self tan tonight too. Diffuse oil slash meditate. Tell myself of all the things my body is capable of and motivating music. I love that. So true. Meditating and doing things for yourself, like a form of self-care is so key and so important on days like this. My small tattoo on my arm that says, love yourself first. I look down on it when I need to. I love that. Great little reminders too. Even if you don't want to get like a tattoo, you can do little sticky notes. Um, there's also an app that you can get. It's called I am, and it's just affirmations and they'll be sent to you on your phone like a couple times a day. And those are really nice to pop up throughout the day as well. I have a jar of things that I love about myself and why for the whole month. And I read one daily. I love that shower face mask. And then I do my hair and makeup, even if I'm not planning to go anywhere. I love that. I have an active job. So I always try to, so I always make it a point to track my steps. All movement is valid. So true. Movement helps a lot of people. And if that helps you, uh, keep your watch on and track your steps for sure. That'll definitely make you feel accomplished and really proud of yourself. I look at pictures of myself that I love and remember that it's all the same hot ass person. So true. Regardless of your best days or your worst days, it does not make you any less or more of a person. Your body needs fuel some days and it just, and some days it just needs a bit more to get started. The number on the scale does not define me. So freaking true. I don't even weigh myself. You don't need the scale. Um, let's see. Let's see. Part of me is somewhere. Um, let me make sure. Okay. Part of me somewhere is proud of where I am in this moment, regardless of how I'm feeling. So true. I put on some baggy clothes and let myself forget about it. Honestly, so easy. It's harder to do that in the summer, I feel like, but just like honestly, like a bikini and a big t-shirt key. Read a book, go for a walk, call a close friend, call a close friend and make myself a matcha. I love that. My body made two beautiful babies while spinning slash instructing. Yes, they did. And I'm so proud of you for that. That is so amazing and so beautiful. Put on self-tanner, do some good-ass skincare, and act like you're the most confident being. Also pretend that you're the hottest person alive. Eventually, you'll feel that way. I love that. There's like that audio that's going around right now, isn't there? It's like, how do you show up on days that you don't feel your best? And it's like, I fake it. So true. I love that. I'm exactly how I'm supposed to be in this moment. Yes, everything happens for a reason, and feeling aligned within that moment is so powerful. Um, I think about older ladies who I really look up to, despite wrinkles, etc. They are fantastic. That's a great outlook. Let's see. I focus on my other strengths, such as intelligence, humor, and kindness. That's amazing. A matching sweatsuit, chunky hoops, and a slicked back bun always makes me feel super confident. I read through goals or my daily manifestations. Love that. This body has carried you through all your highs and lows. It's more than enough. I love this. You guys have really, 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 really good ones. I'm going to read a couple more. If I wouldn't say it to my best friend, I shouldn't say it to myself. So key and yes to that. Um, I like to tell myself the things my body is capable of. Self-care that ends with self-tan. Avoid looking in the mirror. Just get up and go and stop focusing on what I see. Yes, that whole idea of like getting out of your head. I remind myself how little, how little I judge another girl for her body and no one's doing it to me either. So true. So true. We are always our own worst critics. Really, really good one. Tell myself it's temporary and that I have the work ethic to change it if I feel like it. Very good to always feel motivated and inspired if you need it that day. Sweat and endorphins. Stop looking in a mirror. Get outside. Meditate. Self-tan. Beautiful. I fuel it with foods that I enjoy and foods that make my body feel really good. I love that. 
Um, do a yoga or stretch at home. It helps me feel more appreciative of my body. Yes, gentle movement is so important. Um, I don't force myself to go to the gym. I have the power to change it if I do not like it. I focus on what my body can do rather than how it looks. I love all of these. Looking in the mirror and reminding myself that women's bodies are meant to change, aka it's not normal to look the same as I did in high school. Very true. And I think a tough pill to swallow for a lot of girls, especially me growing up. Um, all right. You guys have said all amazing, amazing, amazing things. And I could keep reading these forever and for hours. And I love them rolling in. I'll definitely post some more on my Instagram. But that is all that I have for you guys today. Thanks to tell yourself on days that you're having a bad body image day. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and found value in it. I thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. And I'll be back home tomorrow when I get back from Idaho. So I'll talk to you guys same place, same time next week. Have a wonderful week. And I'll talk to you guys then. Bye. Guys.